0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I would like to present to you the World Champion of the World Podcast. It's your man Qualified, a.k.a. the Black Ric Flair, a.k.a. the Black American Dream, a.k.a. the most over mid-card talent on the west side of Oahu. Alright guys, Um, this is pretty much right after the Royal Rumble, Um, so this is just going to be the Royal Rumble recap show, going to go over the show uh, break some stuff down, tell you what I thought, and, uh, we're just gonna go ahead and jump right in, my cat, Bear, I don't know if you can hear this guy, but he's, uh, he's always trying to get in the mix when I'm recording, (laughs) um, so, first off, uh, (coughs) I just wanted to say I dig, uh, the baseball stadium, uh, I dig the setup and the entrance, uh, good stuff there, um, I don't know if you guys heard that, but that was my cat jumping right, uh, just right up, now he's in my face, now he's in my face, that's how we do that, Um, so we're going to start on the pre-show, actually, um, raw tag title match, actually it wasn't even a title match, it was supposed to be a raw tag title match, but it ends up being the tag champs, uh, Rude, uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable versus Rezar uh, of AOP and Scott Dawson of the Revival, which is just weird um, if Dawson and Rezar win, then their teams get a title shot at a later date um, I was like, you know if uh, they said that uh, Akum was injured, so why not just put the Revival in the match you know uh, unless something was wrong with, uh, unless something's wrong with Dash, um, but anyway, uh, it was kind of interesting to see, uh, Scott Dawson and Razar team up, I missed the NXT glory days, uh, for both these teams, uh, the crowd seemed pretty lively for the first action in the ring, so I was thinking, you know, that might be a good sign for later, uh it wasn't a good sign for the Daniel Bryan and AJ match, but I feel like they were victims of timing uh and pacing of that match rather than anything else. But um Let's see here. Uh Gable and Rude went with that move where Gable moonsaults off the top and like Rude hits like a neckbreaker. Uh match wasn't really much. Seemed like uh maybe Dawson and Razar were out of place. Uh, or a little off a couple times, but whatever, it's pre-show. Next up, Rusev versus Nakamura for the United States title. Uh, Crazy. Nakamura went from winning the Rumble last year to a pre-show match. Uh, Nakamura is legit one of my favorite wrestlers in the world, and sometimes I just get sad as fuck watching him in WWE because I'm not sure what they need to do for him, but whatever it is, they need to do it soon. Um, and I feel like they heard me because Nakamura won the title back, so here's their chance to make him into something. Um, Lana gets in, uh, Nakamura got the win because Lana got involved, uh, he started talking back and forth with her, Rusev accidentally knocked her off the apron, uh, and then Nakamura takes advantage and, uh, gets the pin, uh, for the win, so, uh, and remember, uh, when, lana got knocked off the apron she injured her ankle pretty badly so oh watch out (laughs) my cat up here uh so that's so that's something to uh, to keep in mind and look for later uh let's see here fatal four-way uh for the cruiserweight title uh next up on the pre-show Hideo Itami versus Kalisto versus Tzawa, uh versus uh, versus Buddy Murphy. Crazy spot where everyone was kind of stacked up on the outside. Uh, and then Tozawa does like a suicide dive while Kalisto is being held by Buddy Murphy. Um, so Kalisto is able to Hurricane Rana Buddy Murphy into the barricade while being taken out by Tazawa. So that was fun. Uh, really good match. As usual with the, uh, cruisers, um, Buddy Murphy gets the win, uh, after hitting, uh, Murphy's law, uh, Buddy Murphy deserves main card pay-per-view matches. Uh, I say keep the belt on Buddy Healed and, br- uh, and build him as unstoppable, uh, until you bring in the one and only Ricochet, uh, to the main roster or the 205 roster, uh opening video package for the royal rumble was fire uh royal rumble is personally my favorite of the big four uh nothing quite like the excitement of the rumble match and now we have two um every pay-per-view so that's cool um becky lynch is out first to huge pop um, Becky versus Asuka to start the main card, so obviously, since they were going first, it was pretty clear that whoever lost this match, uh, was gonna end up in the Royal Rumble later. Um, these two total badasses, I really like when Asuka starts hitting those disrespectful kicks, like when she's, she's toying with you, and she's just kicking them in the head, I love it. Uh, literally one of my favorite things uh to see in WWE uh the match is super hard hitting uh Bexploder, suplex into the barricade that popped me uh neck breaker off the apron by Oscar to, Be- to Becky Lynch was crazy look for the gif of that online um becky is able to beat the count back in um if you look at it in slow motion like when she hits if you look at her eyes it looked like she was almost just kind of like dazed for a little bit uh, super Bexploder, uh, from the top, holy shit, um, crazy sequence where Asuka locks in the Asuka lock after a mix, uh, after a missed leg drop, then transitions to a disarmer, Becky, uh, gets out of that, locks in the Asuka lock, uh, they transition into each other's holds, um, Asuka gets the, asuka locked in again then flips into like a super sick bridge um and finally gets becky to tap out incredible match um i'm glad that they legitimized asuka here um having her having her lose this match i feel like would have um yeah it kind of would have just like killed her a little bit all the stuff that Becky was saying like yeah you know you lost to Charlotte woo 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 you know uh I think we finally have Oscar back to a place where she can be a total badass um and I think that Oscar going into Mania now um keeping this title now she's a lot stronger going into Mania I would keep the belt on her going into Mania um And I guess I'll talk a little bit more about what I would do with Asuka at Mania after we uh, get through the Women's Rumble. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Next up, Miz and Shane versus The Bar. Uh, Shane and the Miz both say hey to Miz's dad before the match. Uh, Bell didn't even ring before Shane tackles Sheamus and starts punching the shit out of him. Uh, Miz goes for his finisher early, too. Um so I guess they're establishing early that they're, uh, to be taken seriously as a team. Uh, Miz was getting rocked in the bars corner. Shane flies in to protect him. Uh, if Shane turns on Miz, they're setting this up great. If, cause one of them has to turn on the other at some point. Um, so if it's going to be Shane, then they're really setting this up great. How Shane is coming in and just, you know, holding it down for the miz like that like once he finally does snap and turns on him it's gonna be great um and then that even works if the miz turns on him because like man this dude had your back and now you're just gonna turn on him wow like yeah i mean either way it's perfect um shane saving the miz at every chance uh shane goes up top to take out cesaro on the table uh but Sheamus breaks that up so shane comes off the top to Sheamus uh Cesaro hits him with an uppercut immediately after uh Sheamus rocks Shane again on the outside now the bar is destroying Shane uh now the bar is destroying the Miz uh one on two Shane is able to drag himself back to the apron and it's weird like I hadn't cared about this team at all on Smackdown leading up to the show but somehow watching this match I bought I bought in um I don't know if it's because I'm easily worked or if they're doing a good job. Probably a little bit of both. Uh, Shane goes for a coast-to-coast and gets caught in the Cesaro swing instead. Uh, Cesaro goes for the sharpshooter, and then Shane turns it into a triangle. Uh, Sheamus comes off the top to break that up. Uh, This match, like I said, it's a whole lot better than I thought it was going to be going in. And I don't know, maybe it's because I, I I want to like what I'm watching, like, I don't want to sit here and be disappointed by a show, so I try to go in with an optimistic mind, like, all right, come on, you know, let's see what happens, I I try to look at everything as, as best case scenario, uh, until, until they, until I'm just like, you know what, yeah, I, I just can't rock with it, can't roll, um, so, uh, we'll get to my final thoughts on the call card overall at the end, um, Let's see here. Cesaro goes, uh, yeah, Cesaro goes for the sharpshooter. Shane turns it into a triangle. Sheamus comes off top to break that up. Uh, Miz sh- saves Shane from a double double team, causing Sheamus to pro-kick Cesaro. Uh, Miz with the scroll- skull-crushing finale to Sheamus, and then a shooting star press from Shane to Cesaro. Miz and Shane win. Wow. Uh, Shane looked like he knocked all the wind out of himself with that shit. Um, but it was a fun match and much better than it should have been Uh, so yeah who turns on who here Um, way more interested in this angle in this team than I thought I was pretty sour on it all through the build Uh, but hey guess they knew better than me right Uh, next up Sasha Banks is out first for the Raw Women's title match then Ronda Uh, Sasha's ready for this shit uh, she counters an arm drag with one of her own, uh, then Rhonda yells to the crowd, uh, and asks us, asks us if we want to see some wrestling, uh, and then she goes for the three amigos suplexes, uh, I popped, but I also kind of got upset at the same time, um, wrestling brings out all my weird emotions, uh, Eddie Guerrero is my favorite wrestler of all time, uh, Sasha is one of my favorite women, uh, She's right now in my top two favorite women uh, in the WWE uh, with... It's... You know what? It's tough because uh, Bianca Belair is really up there. Um, so, I, you know, I'd, I'd say maybe they're tied right now, her and Bianca. Um, but uh, I've been rocking with Sasha longer. But anyway, one of the things that I like about Sasha uh we share the same favorite wrestler so with Ronda doing those uh they they fade me a little bit there with Ronda doing the three amigos and knowing that that Sasha's favorite wrestler I'm like man Ronda you ain't even you ain't even down like that like you don't even like you don't like Eddie Guerrero Sasha like Eddie Guerrero so yeah that was that was really good good job by them um, Sasha with the suicide dive to the outside wasn't the smoothest that's ever looked uh that might have been Rhonda's first time catching a i'm pretty sure this Rhonda's first time catching a suicide dive in a match um but the fact that Rhonda's matches aren't super smooth kind of works when you're fighting her it makes it almost look like a like a legit fight like you're really in there like fighting somebody uh look like she thought she o- speaking of that looks like she almost uh looks like she thought she almost knocked out Sasha legit with a running elbow um Sasha locked in this crazy ass looking arm bar even bites the fingers transitions into the bank statement uh Ronda's able to get away uh Sasha's looking scrappy as fuck here and I'm so happy uh you guys know I'm a Sasha mark so so yeah uh superplex from Sasha Ronda kicks out and Sasha is right back on the injured arm uh Ronda ends up locking in locking in an arm bar on the outside uh sasha taps but it doesn't count because it's outside the ring uh sasha's gear is coming apart so sasha uses the gear uh to choke ronda this is the boss this is the boss this is who he was waiting for um so right here like sasha's just going all out um this is the boss this is the nxt sasha that we all loved and we're like oh she's gonna set the main roster on fire Um, she even, uh, even a call back to the NXT TakeOver Brooklyn match, where she starts stomping on Ronda's hand, uh, then she hits the, like, how she did on Bayley, when Bayley, like, had legit broke her hand, that was awesome, uh, Fujiwara armbar by Sasha, uh, Ronda counters with a crazy gut wrench, and then hits the Piper's Pit, which, uh, I didn't even know that had a a name until today, um and goes into like an immediate pin man (laughs) i'm such a sasha mark and uh but she deserved that shit after the match uh that that belt um show of respect between the two after the match uh ronda opens the ropes to let sasha out of the ring Uh, sasha with another handshake for ronda but then still holds up the four horsewomen sign uh so either Sasha is the one who pumps up who pops up in the rumble later or uh spoiler she's not. Uh now the way that they ended that the feud obviously is going to continue um but you would have to imagine that uh Sasha and Bailey are going to be in line to um to win the titles uh to go after the tag team titles so uh yeah i don't know how i don't know how that works but the way that they that they did that i don't know if it's i mean and the match was so good you have to imagine that it's not over between them but sasha also threw up the four horsewomen so it's obvious that there's still that that's still going on and you think of the issues that some of the biggest issues that Rhonda has had with people, um like her big biggest issues that are that are hanging around out there are Charlotte, Becky, and now Sasha. So that's three of the four horsewomen. Um so you gotta imagine that somehow that's what it's I mean it has to be going to that. But with what with uh, but with two of the other horsewomen on another show like it's just like it I don't know. I don't know how it works. And then with there being two titles, um to go after, I just, I don't know, we'll just see, but it's, it's happening, and you know what, it doesn't all have to happen at WrestleMania, like, you know, there, it doesn't all have to happen at once, uh, and those rumors about Ronda leaving after WrestleMania, seems like she, uh, may have shot those down herself, WWE put it out there that, uh, she is contracted until, what, 2021, <laughs> So, um, I don't know if she's leaving after Mania or not, but there's, there's still plenty of time. Like it doesn't have to, it doesn't all have to happen at once. Uh, it's obvious that they're building to that. So, uh, let's just, let's just see what happens. I think we'll get, we'll definitely get some answers tomorrow night on Raw and figuring out where things are going. Uh, let's see here next up is the women's rumble uh first person out is lacey evans and actually i feel like that's a great pick to start first uh pretty sure she's set for a big push so putting her number one and giving her a good run in the rumble is a very good way to start um to introduce her to the the main roster audience and then the people who are familiar with her from nxt We'll be like, Oh, okay, cool and now we get to see her in a new environment. Um so she uh she's in the ring and then she asks for a mic, so one hundred percent definitely set for a big push. Uh which is useful because if say uh say she ends up on SmackDown, now Asuka has another uh, person who can be a legitimate challenger. Um, they can, they can build her up rather quickly, (laughs) and if we're looking at, like, say, Charlotte, uh, going into WrestleMania, uh, Asuka's the champ, Charlotte as number one contender in a rematch of last year's matchup is cool, um, also, you could do, um, now you have, not that you have Lacey Evans there on SmackDown uh, The, I mean, the two people that you have at the top Becky Lynch and Charlotte but you could you could easily, like, after those two, like, there's Carmella but I would say that she's a mid-Carter Naomi also a mid-Carter so there's room for Lacey Evans to kind of get boosted up and even if she's like a temporary uh fill in challenger or something like that, I could I could definitely see uh or like depending on what happens with Charlotte and Becky and, and all that for mania, you might even be able to slot Lacey Evans in as a credible challenger against Oscar. I wouldn't put the belt on her right away, but like say start a feud, they have a match at Mania, um, good match, then what's after Mania? Backlash, uh you know, and then maybe Lacey could win the title sometime in the summer. But anyway, I haven't even announced I haven't even told you who's number two in the Rumble. And we're and we're already booking Lacey Evans for uh championship runs. Uh next up is uh Natty. And so she's the other half of the starting pair. Uh they face off to start. I, like I said, Lacey Evans can be a terrific heel in the main roster. Third entrant is Mandy Rose. Uh that knee that she throws is so dope. Um Natty goes for a double sharpshooter on Lacey and Mandy. Uh Natty gets both of them the tap, but it's the rumble, so it doesn't matter. Uh Liv Morgan is out first. Uh she slides in and gets eliminated basically immediately by Natty with a backdrop first elimination of the match. Uh Lacey Evans is doing her thing, working both Natty and Maddie uh Natty and Mandy in the corner. Fifth out is uh Mickey James. So it looks like she's tapping into her native heritage with the makeup she has tonight. I'm digging the colors of her gear too. Uh, weird spot where it looks like Mickey almost eliminated herself and then misses on a kick and goes for a forearm on Mandy, and none of that eliminates her. Uh, sixth out is Ember Moon. No eliminations during this time. Billy Kay is out seventh. Uh, Billy refuses to enter, and she's waiting for Perry, for Peyton Royce. I like this, and it's on brand with the gimmick. I love the Iconics. Uh, big fan. Even if they aren't always super sharp in the ring. Um... I just I I really like their gimmick. I like their personality. I like their mic skills. Uh and Peyton Royce is super hot. So that's cool. Um, but you know, that's not the main reason I like her because that's not what we do in twenty nineteen. <laughs> uh Billy Kay but yeah, she refuses to enter, she's waiting for Peyton Royce, it's on brand. Uh Nikki Cross crosses out eighth and the crowd goes nuts. Uh Nikki takes out Billy Kay and then goes to the top and splashes everyone. That wakes up the crowd. Uh she's going around fucking everybody up. Then Billy Kay uh ends up getting dragged into the ring. Uh Peyton Royce is ninth out and uh she comes out to save Billy. They hit a double team move on Nikki Cross. Uh didn't look the best, but you know, whatevs, Uh the ring is filling up. Uh Tamina is out tenth and the crowd goes mild. Um, Tamina is fucking people up with Samoa drops. There's a funny spot uh, that she has with Billy Kay. So Billy Kay is like, "Yeah, all right, I'm gonna step up to you." And she goes for the punch, and then Tamina catches it, and Billy Kay is freaking out, and then she gets rocked. Um, Tamina and Nikki Cross go out it. Tamina gets knocked through the ropes, but she's still in the match. Uh, Tamina up top hits a splash, super 5 splash, on Nikki Cross. Uh, Then Mickey James gets eliminated as number 11, Zia Lee uh, from NXT makes her way down to the ring. Zia Lee with some nasty strikes. Um, And hopefully she ends up on TV a little more because I like what I'm seeing. Um, Sarah Logan's out at 12. Uh, Ember Moon provides us with the Women's Rumble first Kofi Kingston spot uh, when she saves herself with the tips of her boots uh charlotte's out at lucky number 13 double elimination of the iconics uh and then uh nikki cross gets uh eliminated as well Kyrie sane is out at 14 and she has a face-off with charlotte um that was pretty cool she hit some chops on charlotte charlotte tells her to bring it on maria Kanellis out at 15 i popped uh for maria coming out um I liked Maria back in the day when she was, uh, you know, on WWE, uh, but I became a really big Maria fan, uh, seeing her work in Ring of Honor with Mike Bennett uh, and the Kingdom, when she was doing the whole thing with the Kingdom, I was a huge fan, Uh, and, uh, and with when they would go to Japan as well, so. So it was cool it was cool seeing her, like, actually get in the ring and compete. I popped. Uh, number 16 is Naomi, and for the first time tonight, I was okay with those hologram graphics. I hated them the whole night. Uh, but with, but with Naomi's entrance, it was okay with me. Uh, Naomi with the real Kofi Kingston spot after she eliminates Mandy. Uh, so, she eliminated Mandy, and then Mandy, like, hits her like picks her up for a power bomb and so then she does like this handstand where she like kicked Mandy and then like um uh, hopped herself over to like the barricade, put her legs over, and then like she's walking the barricade. And then looks like she almost lost her balance a couple times. So she's walking the barricade and then um she's able to hop from the barricade onto the stairs. Uh, and then before she can get into the ring, Mandy comes up and eliminates her, and that was great. Like, that was so perfect, and it keeps their feud going. Um, I expect, uh, the two, I expect Sonya and Mandy and Naomi and probably Carmella, uh, to be two of the three teams, uh, from SmackDown that are in the elimination chamber. And, uh, Yeah. I think that's uh I think that's something that's going to continue. Um and that was that was just really great their feud. I I like it. That was that was awesome. Uh number 17 Candice LeRae. I definitely popped for that. Number 18 uh was Alicia Fox. I love her, yo. Big facts. Uh Maria tries to make an alliance with Foxy. Um two ladies from the Divas era. I'm down. Uh, Maria then turns on Alicia Fox fairly quickly, stomps her hat. Uh, they start to fight. And then Maria ends up eliminated. Number nineteen is Casey Cananzaro uh, from NXT and also American Ninja Warrior fame and the girlfriend of the one and only Ricochet. Uh, she so she shows off a whole bunch of athleticism. That's cool, uh, but. I think she was in the May Young Classic. She was in the May Young Classic, but uh, she hasn't really had much TV time on NXT and stuff. So I don't really, I don't really know much about her except for her being athletic and Ricochet's girlfriend. Um, number twenty is Zelina Vega. And there goes my hard eyes. Uh, twenty-one is Ruby Riot. The whole Riot Squad ends up attacking Charlotte. Uh, Liv. Uh, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan having already been eliminated just beating up uh, just beating up anybody uh, and pulling them out uh, of the ring dragging them under the ropes uh, and then toss them back in so Ruby can uh, eliminate them uh, Alicia Fox and uh, Candice LeRae are both eliminated by right, Ruby Riot in that fashion uh, Zelina Vega starts hiding down under the ring um, Dana Brooke comes out at number 22. Looks like she lost a little weight. Good for her. Not that, you know, she was, not that I felt like she was out of shape or anything like that. But, um, you know, if if she, that's what she wanted to do, she came out, she looked good. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, so she's, uh, Dana Brooke dragged outside by Logan and Liv Morgan gets destroyed. Uh, Kyrie Sane gets eliminated. Io Shirai comes out at uh number twenty three, the genius of the skies. Uh she takes out the Riot Squad with an Asai Moonsault before officially entering the match. Uh Zelina Vega is still under the ring. Rhea Ripley comes out at number twenty four to a big pop. Uh she comes right in and starts fucking people up. Uh Casey has the real uh Kofi Kingston spot where it seemed like she was eliminated and then she like did a handstand and like walks over to the pole and then like wrapped or to the post and like wraps her legs and then like flips and like like hugs the post it was I'm not even describing it right but it was fucking cool (laughs) the way that she did it so um even though she you know she may not be that big of a star or anything like that yet um Her doing that in the Rumble, uh, you need that. You need some people who can do some stuff like that in the Rumble. Uh, that's going to be on the women's Rumble highlights later throughout the years. Uh, this is their second match. You do need those highlight moments to show on the video packages later. Uh, good job putting Casey in the match. Uh, So, yeah, look at, uh, oh, and then after that, she comes in and has, like, a crazy spot with Rhea Ripley, like, where she's, like, spinning all around and stuff like that, uh, like, a tilt a whirl, like, she's trying to do a tilt a whirl DDT, like, it was just a crazy spot, fantastic spot with Rhea Ripley, uh, before Rhea Ripley just tosses her out of the ring. So, seek that out if you didn't see it. Uh, Sonya Deville, out at number 25, it's time to put your hair up and square up. After another elimination, uh, Zelina Vega pops her head out from under the ring. And this time, so does Hornswoggle. So that was... I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? So uh, he starts chasing Vega and Ripley. Um, Well, he starts chasing Vega and then Ripley eliminates her. Uh, I laughed, but I feel like there's going to be some people who are upset that Hornswoggle was even involved in this match. Uh, Alexa... Bliss is out at twenty-six to a huge pop. I've missed her in the ring. Uh, so this was cool seeing her come back. Number twenty-seven is Bailey, and she uh eliminates Ripley and Ruby Riot, like pretty much off the bat. Lana comes out at number twenty-eight, but she's hobbling down to the ring. Uh she can barely walk. She's injured from earlier. Uh number twenty-nine. Uh, is Nia Jax, and she attacks Lana on her way to the ring, so Lana still hasn't entered, and Becky still can, or Sasha. Uh, Of course, Carmella is number 30, and so she comes out, and then boom, here comes Becky coming out, wanting to take Lana's spot, huge pop, there's a bunch of agents around Lana as she's on the ground, and like Becky, uh, one of them is Finley, and Becky's like, yo man, let me in, we're both Irish, and I love to fight, and he's like, oh, you love to fight, eh? hey, take my shillelagh, all right, that's, that's a terrible Irish accent, I apologize to the entire country of Ireland, Uh, so Finley lets her in, Becky's music hits, she goes right in and faces off with Nia Jax, come on, and then starts, they start going at it, then uh, Charlotte tries to eliminate Becky, doesn't work, Uh, doesn't work with Nia either, either, uh, ember moon is still in then she goes at it at it with bliss after an intense fight on the apron uh bliss eliminates ember moon wow uh it's six women left in the match uh bailey mella bliss uh becky naya and charlotte bliss gets eliminated all former champs left even when bliss got eliminated that's all everybody who was in there is a former champ um Mel gets eliminated next Uh, And then Bailey. So the final three is Becky, Nia, and Charlotte. Uh, Becky was on the outside and eliminates Nia. Final two are Becky and Charlotte. And then Nia comes out of nowhere, bulldozes Becky off the steps. Becky's knee is hurt. Charlotte's crazed in the ring. Uh, Says that she's this close to victory. Becky can barely stand up. Becky slides in anyway and says she can go. Bruh. Uh, Charlotte goes after the knee Starts destroying her Charlotte goes for a big boot And goes over the top rope Becky kicks her out of the ring And the man came around And won the Royal Rumble The only way they could have ended that Great Rumble So now, with Becky as the Royal Rumble winner I'm expecting her to show up Monday night, tomorrow night At Monday Night Raw And challenge the winner of the Uh Raw Women's Championship match, Ronda. So, uh, and then that leaves Asuka open for a rematch with Charlotte or if somehow they decide to shoehorn uh, Charlotte into the Ronda match, which I think if it's going to be Charlotte, Ronda, and Becky, that main event's WrestleMania, that goes on last. You know that they want a women's main event. That's the that's the end game, I feel like, of this whole women's revolution and stuff. They want the women to main event at WrestleMania. That's your best bet. As hot as Becky is right now, Charlotte is Charlotte. As much as people want to hate, Charlotte is Charlotte. And she's always going to garner a reaction. And Ronda is Ronda. That's your big mainstream name, former UFC champion. Uh, This is, like, if you're going to do a women's main event, Ronda needs to be involved. And your hottest star in the entire company is Becky Lynch. uh, And she just so happens to be one of the best workers. Uh, Also, Charlotte is one of the best workers in the company. They can do the heavy lifting in a match, make Ronda look amazing, uh, and boom, perfect main event. And that's that's what I think is going to happen. Somehow, uh, Becky is going to challenge... Uh, Becky's going to challenge Ronda tomorrow at May- for Mania. And then somehow... Uh, yeah, and then... Or or maybe Becky... Maybe it doesn't even happen tomorrow. I want it to happen tomorrow. But I could see like Becky just being like, Oh, you know, the man won. And getting out from underneath elimination chamber and then telling us who she's challenging but i don't know i feel like it's more on brand for her character for her to show up on raw tomorrow night and be like yo becky i want your or yo ronda i want your belt um next up aj styles versus the new daniel bryan uh aj styles breaks out the styling ddt on bryan on the outside these guys are putting on a clinic uh, AJ bleeding from his nose while Brian has the label lock locked in. Unfortunately, the crowd is pretty dead for this match, and I feel like it's more timing than anything. Like tough spot putting this right after a long Royal Rumble match. The women's Royal Rumble match felt a ton uh, like like it was just a whole a whole lot longer than the men's Rumble. Like the men the men's Rumble was like flying by, and I don't know if it was. Uh you know I need somebody to check the time stats because I feel like the men's rumble was shorter. it also kind of felt like there was shorter intervals intervals before entrance, and uh yeah, it was just kind of it kind of flew by, but the I wouldn't say that well for me. It didn't, it, but I did see other people expressing that they felt like the women's rumble dragged. But it did, it was long. Pause. Uh, so I didn't feel like it dragged, but it was long. And then after, uh, you know, just after a long rumble, and then you have this match where the pace is a lot more methodical because you got Daniel Bryan healing it up. Uh, and the pace is like more slowed down and grinding it out. The I mean, because I didn't hear the fans chanting boring or or anything like that. But it felt like they were watching and they were waiting for something crazy to happen for them to react. But other than that, they were just gonna kind of sit on their hands because they know like, hey, we still got Lesnar and Finn after this, and then a whole m- another Rumble. <laughs> Uh but yeah no boring chance or nothing like that. All of a sudden Eric Rowan of all people comes down to the ring during the match. He's got a flannel on, so obviously he's on Daniel Bryan's uh side. Um AJ Styles hits a Styles Clash after a rep after a ref bump. Uh Rowan comes in and kind of like chokeslams him, but he picks him up by his face and slams him. So it was like a face slam, I guess uh face slams a j um and then Brian wins after the match uh Brian had Rowan hold up styles and he hits the running knee. Eric Rowan raises Brian's arm. The match wasn't bad, but there's not much of a reaction uh slows shows a long show uh with that harper Rowan and Brian versus a j and the good brothers could be ill uh we'll see what happens with that. Um, because, I mean, I have no idea why Eric Rowan showed up. Um, and, I mean, he's been gone for a while. Both he and Harper have been gone, so. Looks like the the Bludgeon Brothers gimmick is dead, too. Which is cool, because those big hammers were just dumb as shit. Um, uh, let's see here. Out next is Finn no demon king. Uh so my first thought uh when I saw Finn come out and he wasn't the demon king and as long as the show had been I thought we were going to get like a 5 minute uh murder session <laughs> by uh by Brock just killing Finn. Um Heyman doesn't let the ring announcer do the introduction of Brock. He steps in, does it himself, and then Finn goes crazy immediately. Drop kicks, everything goes for the sling blade. Uh, Brock catches him with a belly-to-belly, launches him. Uh, Now he's just tossing Balor around on the outside. Uh, We've seen this movie before. Uh, Brock tries to toss Balor Balor through the announce table, and then Finn's able to counter and it's like he drives Brock Liver first into the announce table twice. So Brock really starts selling the midsection, which I felt like this was really smart. Uh, if you know about Brock Lesnar, you know about his uh what stopped him in UFC is he ended up coming down with diverticulitis uh and almost died from that shit. So um So like there's some legitimacy to where it's like, oh shit, like maybe Finn does have a chance. He's hit like if there's any kind of weakness that Lesnar has it's this. Uh and then Lesnar was really selling the midsection. Like when when Lesnar wants to, he's really great. Uh he or when, when he wants to be, he's really great. Uh and it seems like he has his best match his best matches against like smaller opponents. Uh so so good stuff there. Um So, Brock, Brock's really selling the midsection. I'm just like, yo, Finn is on that boy's head. Pause. Uh, then, Brock just throws him. Uh, but, Brock's still clearly in pain. Um, Brock's still selling the midsection, but he's in control. Then, Finn was able to counter Finn with two dives to the outside. Then, three. Uh, he hits the coup de grace. And then, Brock kicks out and locks in the Kimura. And, Finn has to tap. Um and i oh man i was gutted like that was a really good match great match that was fire the match was fire and then that ending like you're like oh shit finn's about to do it and then boom you know so um after the win lesnar was just throwing finn around the ring and uh at this point i'm just like yo y'all gotta give my dog finn a rematch as the demon i say let him come back in the Rumble. I, I would say let him come back in the Rumble, but two of those in one night doesn't seem right. Um, now it's now it's time for the Rumble. Uh, Elias is out first. Uh, and he makes sure that we know what WWE stands for. Elias says that he should take a picture and send it to the Diamondbacks because they've never seen this many people in Chase Stadium before. Nice. Uh, before Elias can sing, Jeff Jarrett comes out at number two. Which is also nice. Uh, nice to have the surprises off the bat here in the the, the men's rumble. Uh, the women's rumble was not uh, very heavy on surprises. Uh, at least not like the legends and stuff like that. It was uh, the... I guess the surprise spots were filled by uh, NXT. NXT women. Which was pretty awesome actually because... And it makes sense in on the women's side of the Rumble. Last year, they had their first-ever Rumble. So, you know, you do need some... Uh, it's got to be kind of legend-heavy. Because that's, that's the first time they had that. So, uh, you know, you got to give all the legends who are still able to go uh, a chance to be a part of the first-ever Women's Royal Rumble. But now, uh, at this point... Um, Especially since it's about building up the future and all that. You don't want to fall into. uh, You don't really want to fall into the same. uh, You don't really want to fall into the same traps that uh, the men's roster has fallen into um, by relying on the past all the time. So you want to be able to make new stars. so that's cool, and I saw some people complaining about that online, but watch, in, like, two or three years and you're gonna be like, oh, what about the new girls? Why don't we keep having all Trish Stratus every year? So, yeah, man. You you just gotta, you just gotta think about what's going on. Um, let's see, Elias and Jarrett, they tease a duet, and then Elias ends up uh, dropping Jeff when he's trying to spell out his name again. So now we're underway. Uh, Jared eliminated before number three even comes out. And number three is Nakamura. Uh, looks like he left the U.S. title in the back. Um, number four is Kurt Angle. Now we're in business. Um, number five was Big E. And uh, the New Day, all their gear, they were, uh, their gear has all of Kofi's awesome rumble moments in comic book form on the gear so that was cool uh shinsuke eliminated kurt angle before number six came out and number six was johnny gargano uh so i popped uh for that johnny wrestling chance and my heart is full even though he's an evil heel now like it was just really cool to see uh johnny gargano get that reaction there at the rumble and knowing that inside he was probably stoked as fuck like he's such a like outside of all this like in real life out or you know what he shows us was of his real life outside of kayfabe uh he's such a this guy's such a like a pure soul like he's a real fan like he's one of us so it's cool and he's out here just like living his dream so like when he gets moments like that it's always like oh yeah johnny wrestling fuck yeah especially because he probably never thought he would be like once he actually started wrestling he probably never thought he'd actually be in the royal rumble you know i mean like when he's working evolve and w wnn shows before like they were yeah i mean before evolve was partnered with wwe but uh number seven is gender mahal he comes in dropping everyone but then he gets eliminated quickly by gargano uh Singh brothers get fucked up because that's what they do uh number eight is samoa joe uh, here for this. Love the spot where he just walks away from Johnny Gargano while uh, Gargano's going for a crossbody. Um, Samoa Joe then eliminates Big E. Number nine is Kurt Hawkins. He runs in, then slides out. Uh, Hawkins comes back in, then punches Joe and slides out. Great rumble gimmick. Uh, somebody should do that. Just stick and move the whole time. Uh, Hawkins ends up getting choked out by Joe and then he goes under the top rope or he goes under the bottom rope, I'm sorry. And then slides under the ring. Number 10 is Seth Rollins. I uh, couldn't tell if he was wearing Suns colors or Bear colors or Bears colors, but uh according to Michael Cole, it was the Chicago Bears. Uh he eliminates Elias. Damn. Uh number 11 is Titus and he runs down to the ring and then stops before he falls. Uh, then Hawkins pops out from under the ring, so Titus goes under the ring after him, uh, Hawkins comes out the other side and then into the ring and eliminates Titus, then gets eliminated by Joe, funny shit. Uh, number 12 is Kofi Kingston at 13, it's Mustafa Ali, perfect to continue, uh, Samoa, his feud with Samoa Joe. Uh, Shinsuke eliminated Dean Ambrose, or he's eliminated, uh, is eliminated. And then Dean Ambrose is out at 14. Seth and Dean start fighting immediately. Uh, Kofi Kingston does some Kofi Kingston things to keep himself in the match. Uh, he's got his work cut out for him after that. Uh, Casey, Kenzaro, and uh, Naomi's good moments earlier. No Way Jose comes out at 15. Uh, no Way Jose is eliminated basically immediately. Um so that's you know they just they go ahead and get him out of there uh next up is drew mcintyre uh so no way jose after he got it eliminated he just starts like dancing with his conga line again uh drew mcintyre comes out no way jose hasn't even made it to the back yet uh drew mcintyre hits him with the glasgow's kiss which is a headbutt Uh, and then drew makes his way to the ring face off with samoa joe They go at it for a bit. Joe eats a boot. Xavier Woods is out at 17. Woods catches Kofi and is able to keep him from getting eliminated. But then they get into the ring and both immediately eliminated. The bruiser weight. Pete Dunn is out next at 18. Suplex to Ali. uh, Lands out of a suplex uh, from, from Joe. Kick to Joe's head. Dunn is on fire. Uh, Andrade out at number 19 Who was my dark horse pick to win um, Of course my mainstream pick Seth uh, 20 was Apollo Cruz. 21 is Aleister Black And I was super hyped that he came out Wish we could have seen his full entrance um, No one is ever truly good No one is ever truly evil Like oh man That, that song is so hard And then, like, when he does that thing where he, like, raises up out of the ground, like, he's raising up out of a coffin. Fucking awesome. Um, Alistair Black eliminates Dean Ambrose with Black Mass. Number 22 is Shelton Benjamin. Didn't realize the dude was still on the roster. Ali eliminates Joe. Their feud is going to continue, and I'm down for that. Uh, Corbin was in at 23. He does that run around the ring and slide in spot that I love. Uh, Hits a deep six on... Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, Mustafa Ali, uh then eliminates Apollo Crews. Number 24 is Jeff Hardy. Let's go. Um Delete chance from the crowd. Pete Dunn and Alistair Black are going at it. Uh Black is about to rock Dunn and then Corbin eliminates Black. Claymore kick um on Pete Dunn and then Drew eliminates Pete Dunne Rey Mysterio out at 25, Bobby Lashley is out at 26, and he's eliminated almost immediately, Uh, he pulls Rollins out of the ring, starts beating the holy hell out of him, uh, puts Rollins through a table, Braun is out at 27, and then Dolph Ziggler, uh, after releasing the interview and saying that he was on hiatus from the WWE, surprises all of us and comes out at 28, eliminates Drew McIntyre, so... Uh, there was a rumor of a huge surprise. Um, not much time left for it with Dolph out at number 28. Uh, number 29 was Randy Orton. We already know that. Number 30 is our truth So, uh, you know, that's that's basically that for surprise entrances, right? Huge Tower of Doom spot. Braun gets knocked out of the ring too, but uh, not over the top rope. Our truth comes out. Uh, and is rapping his song before he comes to the ring. And then Nia Jax comes out of nowhere and destroys our truth and enters the men's rumble. So I guess this was the surprise. Nia comes down. She eliminates Ali. Uh, Randy was going to hit the RKO. But then Nia turns around and then she hits him with a shoulder tackle. Uh, she sets him up for a 619 and then she tells Ray to go for it. Ray goes for it. And then she catches Ray's super kick from Dolph. Then a 619. Then uh an RKO. And they eliminate Naya. That was fucking awesome, actually. Um. Ray is eliminated by Randy. And then Randy's eliminated by Andrade. Dolph and Andrade are going at it. Um Strumming comes back in the match and runs over Andrade and Dolph. Strumming crushes Dolph and Andrade. Uh, in the corners, Seth starts stirring, Strowman comes through and runs Seth over, uh, and then, uh, let's see here, then everybody's just, like, on top of Strowman, so the, the final four is, uh, Andrade, Dolph, Strowman, and Seth, uh, so they're, like, all three guys are, like, on top of Strowman, trying to get him out of there, um, Strowman just bull rushes Andrade, tosses him over the top rope. Uh, Then Ziggler gets eliminated by Strowman. Strowman's hanging on the apron, and Seth's trying to get him out of there. It's not working. Uh, Strowman gets back in the ring, and then Seth and Strowman fight on the apron, and then Seth hits the curb stomp to eliminate Strowman. Uh, Seth wins, points at the Mania sign to end the show. Roman Reigns doesn't come out to raise his hand, so no big surprise unless... Like I said, you're counting Nia ending up in the Men's Royal Rumble as the surprise. Which, in my opinion, was actually super cool. Um, so, yeah, that's actually the... Uh, that's actually the Royal Rumble. That's the recap. If I was going to give it a grade... Um, I don't know, man. I'm going to be stingy and not give it an a A but i'll give the entire event a solid b plus that's close to a um daniel bryan and aj they really did have a good match but anytime that your one of your world title matches is like met with complete silence from the crowd i can't give the show a complete a um and it wasn't even their fault i feel that's more of a layout issue or a timing issue or or something, uh, because if you know what kind of match that you're gonna have, and you just had a really long rumble, I don't know if you can end that match and go into, um, like, go into a match where it's such a slow, methodical pace, uh, throughout the entire thing, um, the the way that, uh, the way that Finn and Lesnar's match started, uh, high intensity action, I feel like that would have worked, especially because that women's rumble was such a huge, like, emotional moment, like, okay, yeah, um, you know, Becky, Becky wins, and we all wanted Becky to win, like, I don't know, it was, it was just weird following that up, and then the finish was kind of weird with Rowan, like, it, I don't know it just in that spot i felt like none of it worked but it wasn't necessarily a bad match and i'm actually really interested to see where things go with rowan um so so i don't know but uh early predictions for mania uh, i'm guessing that aj and daniel bryan continues but with harper and rowan uh, getting involved on Daniel's side and the Good Brothers getting involved on AJ's side. Um, I would say it's going to be Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte in a triple threat. And um, I could see Asuka. You know what? I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that somehow... Uh, Sasha and Bailey don't win the tag titles, the women's tag titles, and it's going to be Sasha versus Asuka at WrestleMania because I don't know who else can fit who else can really be a a, a big opponent for Asuka. Um and I feel like it's time for a change of she- scenery for uh for Sasha on Raw. So if she and if if Becky and Charlotte are both jumping the raw to um, to challenge Rhonda, then there has to be somebody. There has to be, or at least a couple people who pop over to SmackDown, or it could be Sasha comes over to SmackDown and Lacey Evans. Uh, let's see here. Looks like it's gonna be Seth versus uh, it's gonna be Seth versus Brock uh, for the universal title at Mania. And that's where I think we'll get the Roman Reigns surprise for him to come out and raise um, Seth's hand. Uh, the tag title, I don't know what's going to happen on both ends. The Raw division, even even more so, is just, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. So I think that's that's it uh, that's that's pretty much all I can predict right now on the main roster uh, leading into mania so we'll see what happens on raw tomorrow night thanks everybody for listening uh, Royal Rumble was a lot of fun and uh, yeah I'll see you guys next week peace